Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. So, Stephanie. Yes? You really, uh... <laughs> you really picked a good one for this week. <laughs> yeah, I picked the show based on my enjoyment of Mark Ruffalo. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, double Mark Ruffalo, even better. Mm-hmm. Not really knowing... That it was such a rough show. Yeah, it's, it's a little, uh... It's quite dark. It's a little rough. I must I must admit. I know this much is true. It is a dark show. Ah. <laughs> See what I did there? I did. Nice. <laughs> um, I will, I will yeah. say, uh, right off the bat, this is the first doubles that we've done. In which they have actually made the doubles look a little different than each other. <laughs> in that the one brother is more fit than the other. That's true. Instead of them being the exact same body type and everything, yeah. The other yeah. one is a little chonky. So I'm kind of... I think I he just has of, a lot of sweaters on. <laughs> well, I'm kind of excited to see if you found anything in your fun facts that would uh, uh, explain that. I did not look at fun facts because when I started to Google, I was dipping into spoiler territory ooh, and I was like, ooh, no. I, like, I just Googled the name of the show just to be like, oh, I wonder if there's some articles about it just from the beginning. But it uh-huh. was just like, who is their father? Who is this person? I was like, oh, I don't want to know yet. <laughs> so I was like, bye. <laughs> I don't want spoilers. <laughs> uh, you peaced out. Yeah. So I okay. figure there's six episodes total. That's, you know. Two, four, so yeah, math. That's, you know, three episodes we could do about the show True. over the course of whenever. We'll need, I think we need a break from it because that's a lot. It's yeah, very yeah. intense. Definitely um, need a break. But yeah, I will look up the fun facts when it is complete. When we have completed? Yeah. Because I'm kind of curious if they made, if, if Mark did the one part and then gained some weight and did the opposite side or if they used you know, movie magic with prosthetics and whatnot. Yeah, I feel like prosthetics and they... He looked like he was wearing, like, five sweaters in the beginning. True. (laughs) He probably (laughs) was. Which can make anyone look thicker. (laughs) So how's your week been? Um, it's been a week. (laughs) Yeah. The same day over and over again, you know. Isn't it always? True. Every day is the same day. Yeah. Um, Anything fun and interesting happen while you're sitting at home all the time, just working from home, not going anywhere, having to wear a mask everywhere? Uh, I socially distanced, saw Allie on Tuesday mm-hmm. or Wednesday. One of those days. I can't remember which one. Um, so that was nice because I had not seen her since in real life since February at C2E2. Right. Okay. Um, we wore masks and walked to the lakefront and sat six feet apart and chatted for a while. So that was nice. Screamed at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Ashley! <laughs> yes, Stephanie! Ashley, Allie. Allie, sorry! You're Allie. You know Allie. 
Oh, our Allie. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen her in a stone's a age. It's been a long time. Yeah. I only get to see her on Facebook. Yeah. Well, should we jump in since we did two episodes of this and uh yeah, I wasn't There's a gonna, lot to unpack. I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to go super in-depth. I mean, I was going to talk about it, but not like... I didn't make any notes because I'm just lazy and I don't care anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. I would think I, trying I to take notes to six, on this. Yeah, so I'm just I'm like, I don't want to look at my computer while I'm watching the show. I just want to have it on. Yeah. So. Plus, it'd just be a reminder of everything that's horrible, having to write it all right. down. Yeah, the show is basically like 2020 in a show. <laughs> it is. Because it's just one horrible thing after another. Um, yeah. I mean, I will say that, yeah, it opens very shockingly, and it just continues to just get more and more horrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when you thought things couldn't get worse, episode two keep, happens. Yeah, they just keep going, and I'm just like, geez, these poor guys. But oh um, I will say that Mark Ruffalo is very good, and he's... I probably yes. probably well deserve his well deserved to his Emmy nomination for it. So, yeah, he definitely killed it. Yeah, he crazy. They're very they're both very distinct characters. So, very very distinct. Mm-hmm. So one being semi normal, <laughs> semi. He's got I his own problems. Some, he's got some. I would say some anger management issues. Mm-hmm. And then the other. Um, being, did they actually say what his condition is? He says he's a paranoid schizophrenic. Okay, yes. So, yeah, lots of things going on. (laughs) Yeah. So, I will just say, like, yeah, the show opens with, I don't know what your impression of this opening scene was. I thought he was gonna, like, shoot up the library at first. I, I didn't know what to think. To be honest with you. Yeah. And had I thought that he was going to shoot up the library, uh, all those thoughts were gone the second he uh, wielded that knife. (laughs) When he, like, pulled it out like a hatchet. Yep, yep. (laughs) Then he said that famous line, that's not a knife. Yeah. No, that's a knife. That's exactly how it happened. (laughs) And then all the kids I have a knife like that, actually. So So does my dad. I should I should have I should have I should have grabbed my props so I could show, I actually have that style of knife in <laughs> in my basement. It's great for the podcast. People can hear it really well. Mm-hmm. As I unsheath <laughs> it and it goes shing. Uh huh. You can just it make the noise. That, Nobody would know. Here, see, Steph. <laughs> check out my cool knife, Stephanie. Wow, so cool. Shing. Ooh, so <laughs> neat. Wow. Just it's like the show. Holster, though. <laughs> well, you're ruining the illusion. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of opened well that kind of it does open with him just muttering seeming nonsense and but it's like kind of like prayers. It's and it, it's it's um it's verses from the Bible. Yeah, nonsense. I know that much from my <laughs> Roman Catholic upbringing. So do I. He, but, you know. he was reading uh I don't I don't know what book, but he was definitely reading from the uh the Bible there. Mm-hmm. Well not reading, reciting from the yeah. Bible. And then uh yeah, he brandishes his knife and starts chopping his hand off. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus, okay. Yep. <laughs> Not expecting and then there's it a all. good. Then there's a great shot back of him actually hacking at his wrist. Oh, yeah, I was caught. just like, oh, gross. What's what is what is this show? What is this? <laughs> then I was filled with regret after that scene. <laughs> because you had already watched it and you were texting me about it and you were like, this show. And I was like, what are you talking Like, I don't even know what I expected, but because I didn't really I tried- watch any trailers for it. I just was like, oh, double Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to be spoiler-free for you, just in case you hadn't watched it. Yeah, because, like, Stacy had watched it, and she told me, like, it was, like, he was so good in it, and, like, but it was, I feel like I remember her telling me it was rough, but I also probably blacked it out (laughs) of my mind. Well, I'll tell you, he's definitely good in it, like, excellent. Yeah, he's amazing. not wrong there. Yeah. And, uh, if she said it's rough... Oh, yeah. It's rough. <laughs> so, then we we learn a little bit more about them, I guess. They are twin brothers. The mm-hmm. crazy, the crazy, I don't want to say crazy. The schizophrenic guy is Thomas. And right. the other brother, who has the Tony Stark goatee, is Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> Which is accurate. I was like... I, oh, Bruce has a Tony goatee, okay. I don't think it was as, as meticulously manicured as no, Tony's. No, but it's very similar. It's like, <laughs> a, yes. it's like a Bruce Banner version of Tony's. Sure. Because <laughs> Bruce wouldn't upkeep that. No. That, well, if, if, if that was... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Bruce wouldn't upkeep that. <laughs> Tony wouldn't be caught dead with that goatee. Yeah. Because it was very unkempt. Yep. I watched the second episode today, so like that one's fresher in my brain, and it's all just kind of muddling together in madness. Um, oh yeah, their mom. <laughs> here's the other. Here's one tor- her- torrible, terrible, 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 horrible, terrible. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, thing happening. Their their mother is dying of breast cancer mm-hmm. in the first episode. Fun, good times. Uh. Wouldn't know. <laughs> she... I wouldn't think it would be fun. No, I'm being sarcastic, Bran. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot how that worked. It's been so long since I've been around people. <laughs> Normal social interaction. <laughs> uh... you know, the thing that makes me not want to be sad and maybe have some minor depression at times, but, and then watching this show doesn't help with that. No. <laughs> So, yeah, the, the the show is told kind of out of order. Like, there's some flashbacks from their, to their childhood where their stepdad was super-duper mean to them. Mm-hmm. And then there are flashbacks to, you know, the not-so-distant past. Like, when their mother was sick. Right. Um, and how each of them wanted to do something nice to her to, like, show them, show her that she, that they loved her the most or something. <laughs> Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the stepdad was uh, working on a project she wanted. Oh, no, he was he was fixing her uh, photo album. Yeah, that's right. Which I think is kind of a nice gift. The, uh, what was the schizophrenic son, Tommy? I don't remember what Timmy? Thomas was doing. Thomas was, he also did something semi-small. But what, who, what's the... Uh, Dominic. Dominic. Dominic's 
just overachiever remodeling mm-hmm. her kitchen. And she was just like, don't do that. I don't need this. Um, <laughs> so then he's like, well, I'm trying to do something nice for you. Right. So I um, love you the most because I'm spending the most. I'm doing the most for you. That's how love works. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm removing wood paneling. This is love. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's clear that these boys, this whole family has a very twisted view of pretty much everything in the world. Yes. Um, but yeah, we also saw from their childhood that uh, Thomas was, I don't know if I should say abused, because we don't really know for sure, but he was definitely picked on by his father. Yeah, and it could, there was it's, that. it's borderline abuse because he was, you know, violent with him a little bit. Yeah, because like it was that dinner scene yeah, where he had his, his elbow on the table and he, like, yanked his arm down, so he smacked his elbow on the corner of the table. Yeah, poor little boy. So that's sad. It just seems like... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well, that, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is sad. It's all sad. <laughs> there's In episode two, there's another flashback to when they were kids, which was very... Tra- like, I felt traumatized after watching it when they were mm-hmm. on the bus. Oh, yeah. And um, Thomas got locked in the bathroom on the bus. On the way to a field trip, and Dominic was like, oh, "Thomas ruins everything." And well, to be fair, Dominic was thinking Thomas was going to ruin everything because he thought he was going to number two and stink up the whole bus. Oh yeah, that's that would also be terrible. And that bus kind of gives us a time frame. I well, mean, well, the show takes place in the early nineties. Okay, it's like so... nineteen ninety three or something like that. Like the the, so, the present, their present is like ninety three. So this is the seventies, maybe yeah. late sixties when they're kids, depending on how old. Yeah. They're not in their twenties. How think, old would you say they were? I would say they're in their like forties, thirties, forties, late thirties, early forties. And you figure they're ten, so this might actually be the sixties. Yeah, I think it's the sixties, judging by the way that bus looks. But I could be wrong. Yeah, um, it's hard to tell. So yeah, they're like going on a field trip to the ferry, or I don't know. I'm, the the ferry isn't the field trip; it's the <laughs> another Liberty. transportation. Oh, the Statue of Liberty. Okay. Yep. So they needed to get on the ferry to at a certain time, and then my specifics brain remembered it. Good job. Yes. Uh, and then yeah, so Thomas gets or he accidentally gets locked in the bathroom, but he's not really locked in there. He's just struggling to get out because he's a kid and he doesn't understand things. And they're like, gonna go park at a gas station and get someone to pry open the door and blah, blah, blah. And then some kid just has the bright idea to be like, well, hey, you told him to unlock it from the left. Sorry, there's like random noises all around me. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Like dogs barking outside, things falling on the ceiling. Um, They're, uh, I'm blanking now what I say. Oh, yeah. So the kid was like, oh, well, you know, if he thinks it's the left, maybe that's his right. So he's turning it the wrong way. So tell him to open it, you know, from the right. And then he does that and he gets out easily. So it's just like. Maybe he's dyslexic. Yeah. Which I thought. And it worked. It did work. But the little boy was too traumatized. So they didn't even go on the ferry together. They stayed behind with the bus driver. I'm going to give props to the kid that suggested changing which direction they're telling him to turn it. Uh-huh. Because after Thomas came out, he like 
told Thomas, hey, man, it's cool and stuff, right? Like, he was he was awesome to him. Yeah, and everyone else was being an asshole. Right. They were all teasing him. Because they were all mocking him. Yeah, for having to poop. Exactly. You know what? Sometimes you just gotta poop on a bus. It's true. And if there's a bathroom, just use it. Yep. Just don't open it when you're crossing a bridge in Chicago. You know, Mm. to dump the poops. Because it might land on a tour boat that's going under that bridge. That's a story I heard on another (laughs) podcast. Oh, God. I don't remember the band. But the bus driver decided to empty the... uh, well into the Chicago River, and there was a tour boat going under. Oh right my god, as he did it. that's horrifying! Yeah, for the for the ferry or whatever going the tour bus. That's or exactly. the tour boat. Yep. Yikes! Speaking of um, things falling down uh, from the ceiling in the bathroom, <laughs> my uh, upstairs neighbor's toilet is like leaking into my apartment. Oh, no. Which happened a year ago, and I thought and they like patched over the hole, but right. it's happening again. And I was going to the bathroom, and it was like suddenly it was like raining on my back. Oh, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> it was hopefully great. that's a hopefully that's a pipe. It was just water, around. but it was just still like like that's not a sensation you want while you're sitting on the toilet. Definitely not, no. So, um, but now there's a big hole in my ceiling and it's all wet and it just keeps going. So are they going to fix it again? I guess. The guy was like, I guess I'll go upstairs and have to figure out what's going on up there and fix something. So to be, to be continued, I guess. I still have a weird hole in my ceiling. Next week on Seeing the (laughs) Podcast, does Stephanie have a roof over her toilet? Yeah. Um, (laughs) so yeah. These poor kids, they get left behind because Thomas is scared and Dominic has to stay with him because he's his twin. Yep. And that's what you do. You support your twin. Exactly. Twins, twins stay with twins. I thought you said twin. Right? I thought you said twins day. And I was like. Twin, twins stay <laughs> with twin brothers or sisters. Yes, indeed. It has to be a fact, because otherwise they never would have had all those twins for the Double Mint Gum commercials, because they're just always around each other. When you're identical, that's just the way life is. <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. See? That's how it works. That's how my brain works. <laughs> Let's see what other horrible things happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So yeah, their mom died from breast cancer at some point, and... Right. Dominic was trying to get this book translated that was in Italian from his grandfather. Right, because his mother gifted him a transcript and she said she hadn't read or spoke Italian in forever and doesn't remember it, so she doesn't know what it says, but it, she knew it was written by her, grand, her, fa- her father, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so their grandfather. She, yeah, so she gifted it to him. And I must, and wasn't this also when another attempt of him asking her who his dad is? Yes. All his life, he'd been, he's been trying to figure out who his dad is because his mom won't tell him. And he doesn't like their stepfather, Ray, who's a dick to them. Mm -hmm. And every time he brings up the subject of their real father, she just clams up or gets really emotional. So. Yep. It says it's not important or something. Yeah. So, that sucks. But. So he's on a quest to get this 
translated. Yeah. He wants to get it translated before she dies. I mean, I already spoiled the alerted that she died. Sorry, but <laughs> uh, and this is probably going to lead us to the most weirdest character in the show for me. Uh, Juliette Lewis, who plays the mm-hmm. translator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he goes to um, a university. I think he used to be a teacher. I think they said that in episode two that he used to be a teacher and then he quit after things got really hard. He used to be like really? very intellectual and now he's a painter. Like he has a bunch of books in his house. That's what Thomas said anyway. Um, well, he does. There's a scene where you see them. Yeah. So I think he used to be a teacher, but I'm not sure what kind of teacher. I don't know if that was a professor or just like kids or what. Right. So anyway, it could be his university that he taught at. It could just be like a random university. So he goes. He could have been a high school teacher. That's true. But I'm just saying the university that he went to, to the woman right. to get it translated. And she was like flirting with him because it's Mark Ruffalo, obviously. Um, <laughs> and the, sa- uh, the sad part is, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking Steph is going, when she watches this, is going to be like, of course she's flirting with him. It's Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. Yep. Because <laughs> he's so cute. But I'm also biased because of Bruce. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So don't let the Hulk know that he'd be upset. <laughs> True. She does the translation, but it takes a while. She only does like a part of it, I think. And then she comes over to his house. Well, right? first he calls her. He calls her because he's like, you've had it for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, first in the first meeting, she thinks he's going to try to negotiate her down from yeah. her price. But then he pulls out his checkbook to write a check. Yes. And the flirting and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then he calls her, and she says she's, you know, working on it, getting through it, still has a bit to go, but should be done soon. And then he insists on her, or he asks her what kind of man he was. Yeah. And she says, I don't, I don't get, when I do this, I don't get personal. Yeah. Because it's just, you translate, you put it down, maybe you make some notes, as she said she would in her quote, for like, uh, what what this would have meant at the time versus what it means now, mm-hmm. as linguistics change. Yep. And then, then he finds out that she says he's uh, kind of, um... Chauvinist? Somebody, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> kind, of, kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And she would not want to hang out with him. Yeah. But then, yeah, she shows up at his place. Yes, and they, well, she gets very drunk. He gets pretty tipsy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start dancing, and things are kind of cute and escalating. But then I think I missed whatever set her off and, like, freaked her out. Because <laughs> suddenly things just, like, turned on a dime, and she was just, like, accusing him of, like, sexually harassing her. I think we all missed that, Stephanie. Okay. Just wondering if there was a scene that I missed, and I was like, something happened. Like, I rewound it, and even, and I was like, what happened? I, I think he just wasn't, I think he wasn't accepting of it, you know? Of what? Like, she was throwing herself at him, and he was He was being resistant, yeah. Yeah. So she just completely switched and was like, you're harassing me, you made me dance, you made me do all these things, you got me drunk, you're gonna take advantage of me, and he's like... Wait, what? <laughs> yep. And then we get to see his little bit of anger issues. <laughs> yeah. 
Because then he starts to get angry at her for what she was doing. Yeah, it was just a bad situation all around. (laughs) That was a very uncomfortable scene. It was, and then she, like, ran into the bathroom and was, like, screaming, and then he was trying, he was like, well, let me take you home. Like, you're drunk, you can't drive. And then she was just like, stay away, you predator. (laughs) Like, Yep. uh, Yeah, and then she... He tries to call her a cab. Yeah, he offered to do things for her. And she was just like, no, I'm going to drive home, get away from me. And it was very awkward and weird. And she drove away, and then that was the last we saw of her so far in these mm-hmm. first two episodes. And she still has his manuscripts. And yep. he attempted to go find out what happened to it, because she, she quit her position at the university. And yep. she, he went to the the lady in charge or whatever of that department. Probably the administration's office or something. Yeah, and was like, hey, I'm just trying to get my manuscript back. But they just kept resisting him, being like, we can't help you, blah, blah, blah. And then he just got really mad and started slamming all the things off the the counter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they were like, oh, oh, (laughs) oh. Yep. So, yeah. Both brothers are not too stable, just in different ways. Yes. Yes, he has a lot of anger management issues, and his brother is a schizophrenic. Yep. But I think this happened earlier at the hospital. The cops wanted the doctors to reattach the hand because mm-hmm. they said they could do that. Right. And, um, this is in the present time. Right. And he didn't want to. His brother, what's I can't, I, I can't remember the names. Thomas was telling him, "I don't want to. This was a sacrifice. Please don't, please don't make me, please don't make me have to have it reattached." And he was gonna get ready to sign the consent form, obviously, because his brother has mental problems, and this is. You, I guess, we're supposed to know that he has, um, what's it called? power of attorney over his brother's medical care. Yeah. I'm assuming. Because they're going to him to get it taken care of. So mm-hmm. his brother has he, he is a power of attorney. And then uh, he decides that since the way his brother was wailing about not doing this, that this is the first time he's ever said something that was it, it was him asking and it was his pain and his what he wanted and he said we're not going to do it. Yeah. Plus, he, there was only a 50-50 chance the hand would ever work again. Right. So he was just like, you know, my brother feels like he's in control finally for the first time. So let's just, I'm just going to give him this one. Like, he's already, like, damaged and he's not going to leave and lead a normal life. So what's, you know, a, a missing hand going to do? Yeah. <laughs> if this makes him happy, then if it gives him some sense of calm, just give it to him. It's true. Which is a so very got- crazy thing that you have to decide for someone, but... It's true. It's because he got bit by that zombie and he had to cut off his hand, really, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, he just didn't tell anyone about the impending zombie attack. Exactly. How selfish of him. <laughs> yeah, the other horrible thing that happened to Dominic in his life, we found out in episode two. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, it's just pile it on, just add it to the pile. I'm kind of afraid to watch episode three. I know. What other horrible things happened to them? Yeah. What else can they pile on? (laughs) That's that's what I'm afraid of. So Dominic used to be married to this woman named Dessa, Mm -hmm. who is played by um, Catherine Hahn. 
think that's her last name. Okay. She was. She's going to be in WandaVision, so that's a fun MCU connection. Um, she's going to be a nosy neighbor. Uh, okay. <laughs> and she's in Parks and Rec and plays uh, Jen Barkley, who I fucking love in that show. So she's gotcha. she's hilarious. It's, it was very interesting to see her in such a serious role because I'm so used to her being so funny in like Parks and Rec and stuff. Anyway, yes, they were married. They had a daughter. However, one morning he went to check on their daughter, and she was not breathing, and their little baby died. Yeah, and that's fucking awful. SIDS, right? That's what they call that? Yeah. Sudden, inth- sudden Infant Death Syndrome? Yeah. So. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm like, well, first episode one ends with they take his brother to a maximum security. Uh, yeah. Like holding wh- facility or something, like an institution. Mental institution. Yeah. There we go. And, but, and, but. Before he had been in that uh, minimum security. And he had a coffee cart. And and his books. Yep. And now his brother's all worried that this is going to mess him up. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, and he was in like a straight jacket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was in a straight jacket. They were dragging him to this maximum security place. It was like, it was a very violent. That, That scene is like the one I was like. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't want to watch the next episode right now. <laughs> After I watched that, <laughs> I was like, "This is this is too much for me." <laughs> I was like, "It's so yeah. good," but I'm just like, "No, I'm good for now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it 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 did some stuff there. Yeah, like it was just so it was very tragic. Him just being dragged away from his brother and Dominic trying to get him back. Also, like, I'm I'm interested to look up the fun facts when this is all through, so that I can you know, see how they filmed these things, because, you know, it's a lot of intense acting at each other when, you know, they're not in the same space, which is, like, you know, what Tatiana did all the time, having these really intense emotional scenes with herself, Mm -hmm. but not really with herself. Um, Anyway. So, yeah, they, like, try to drag him away, and he gets kicked in the balls really hard to... (laughs) Right? They need him. (laughs) They need him in the jewels. Need him. That's what they did. Okay. So they take his brother away and he just kept being like, I'm trying to contact, like, what about his doctor? Like, what's going on? Like, he's supposed to go to the other place. This is going to mess him up, blah, blah, blah. But considering the thing that he did, which Dominic was arguing wasn't any violence toward anyone else, it was just violence toward himself. So he shouldn't need to be locked up this tightly. Right. Their argument was, well, he could have endangered people, and also he was brandishing a knife in a public setting and screaming it's and true. cutting his hand off in front of yep. children. <laughs> so yeah, he was mentally damaging some people. <laughs> yeah. So I can see the argument both ways. It's true. However, maybe they should have had a bit more of a discussion with Dominic about it before just dragging him off to this place. Well, there was kind of a court order there. Oh, okay. I missed that part. And then, but it, the whole point is you watch all this horrible stuff happen. <laughs> and then they just decide to punch you in the face again at the beginning of season two <laughs> with that flashback. Yeah. That of kid. Dominic's son or daughter. Did they ever, ever, ever say the I think, gender of the child? I think it was a little girl. Okay. It was a baby her. girl. I think her name was like Angela or something. Having SIDS mm-hmm. and and them losing 
This and then we sort of live long flashback. It was just like yeah, this we live year. in this world for a little while. Yeah, this like <laughs> year of their life where they were just like trying to cope with it, but it was too hard, and like he didn't want to talk about it, and she just wanted him to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And he was afraid to get near her because everyone was telling him that the fix was just to get pregnant again and have another baby, but he didn't want to erase the memory of their baby. And it right. was just like a lot of really heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. And eventually they just, I think they said, I think he said they tried for a little over a year or maybe a year and a half, and then they just couldn't try anymore and they broke up. Yep. Or they separated we- or something, yeah. It seems to me like this show is going to focus a lot more on Dominic than it's going to focus on anyone else. Yeah. Because we're getting everything from his perspective mostly. Yeah, but we're also investigating his feelings toward his brother Mm -hmm. because there is that during that year long flashback, Mm -hmm. there's the funeral. Oh, yeah. Where he's ready to punch Thomas in the face for. For Thomas's uh, reason for why their <laughs> child died. Oh boy! You know I don't. Do, I don't blame do him for want, this. For this punching. Do you want to uh, give that story? You you could go for it. Go for <laughs> Something about the CIA and they're tracking him, and this was a punishment mm-hmm. for what he's been doing, and just Dominic was like, "Shut up!" and and. <laughs> And stop it, and what are you doing? And he's like, I'll kill you. I think he even said, I'll yeah, kill probably. you. And, uh, it's just... Because, like, the last thing you want to hear when you know, like, this is just a freak... Like, when you're coping with a freak acts like a freak death like this, is someone else, like, making up some cockamamie fucking reason why it happened that is clearly wrong. Right. <laughs> and just fucking insane, and you're like... And also making it about them at the same time. Exactly. So that's what he was doing. He was making it about himself. Like, she died because I did this. It's like, exactly. no, it's not then, about you, buddy. But then in the whole present scenes, you're watching Dominic trying to protect his brother. Yeah. It's just nuts. It's, yeah, it's very, like, up and down. Like, even the, the scenes when they're kids, like, the, the elbow scene, like, he got, like, he got his elbow knocked off and he was in pain, but Dominic just sat there silent because he knew that if he said anything, he'd get hit too or whatever so he can't protect him in that way Mm -hmm. and then but then on the bus it's like he was trying to comfort him but then at the same time he felt so mortified by everything that was going on like all the kids teasing him and like oh the the brothers are gonna ruin everything again and so he gets dragged along with his brother in these scenarios and gets tied to him when he's not the same but he at the same time he feels responsible for him so he wants to protect him it's very yeah it's but then he also feels slighted by him. Yes. It's a very interesting relationship. And yeah, so there's also a very long scene. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he, Rosie O'Donnell is in the show. Which, <laughs> which I mistakenly <laughs> thought was Roseanne Barr. <laughs> I said, oh, so I, I was watching uh, the beginning of episode two and i messaged steph and i said oh rosie o'donnell's in 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 episode two i thought she'd never work again because in my head rosie o'donnell was roseanne barr (laughs) and we all know why roseanne barr might never work again (laughs) yeah but it is not what rosie o'donnell did (laughs) when i saw her i'm like oh i had the wrong person (laughs) 
this names thing. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? I've seen Rosie, o- in o- Rosie in O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell in a bunch of things. So, yep. but yes. Totally wrong person wrong in person. my head. And yes, she is his like uh, social worker kind of person mm-hmm. in the show. Like her, kind of his doctor, but kind of his social worker at the same time. She's the social worker. Okay. Doctor... So she's the new social worker, and then Doc... What was the doctor's Dr. name? Dr. Priya? Uh, what was her name? I'm going to look it up, because it's going to, you know, as you know, bother me. Mm-hmm. As you know. I know this much is true. Sorry. That it's going to bother you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dr. you say Patel. that show... Patel? Mm-hmm. You say that show name enough, we could pun all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Patel is Thomas's doctor and psychologist, I would say. For this new institution. For the new place, yes, that he's in. Mm-hmm. So, he play, or she plays a recording of her chatting with Thomas, and it is so fun, also. <laughs> Yeah, you get an idea of uh, what's going on. In how far head. gone Thomas is? Yep. It's also I was thinking about this also when I was watching this scene. Just the twin, like the Mark Ruffalo playing two different people aspect, is like him reacting so strongly to these things that he already recorded. <laughs> it's just funny to me, <laughs> where he's like, "Oh my god, how could he say that?" I'm like, "You said it. <laughs> you recorded this." <laughs> No, Stephanie, they cloned him. That's why the other one's overweight and this one uh-huh. isn't. <laughs> so some of the things that he... Well, he was talking about how he was chosen by God and... Um, mm-hmm. I'm still not clear on his purpose of being chosen by God. I don't really know what he intends to do with this purpose. Did we? Well, he took a hand. Yeah, but, but why? We don't know. Do we? No. So yeah, he's chosen by God for a purpose that is still unclear to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he talks about Dominic and you know how smart he is and how many books he has and how he used to be a teacher and now he's a painter. He paints houses. Mm-hmm. And then... He, he looks up to him. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I forgot about the other aspect of their childhood is that they're, they're New Year's babies. They were born oh, yeah. six minutes they're- apart. I Dominic was born first at the end of the year. At the end of the year, and Thomas, Thomas was, was born, born at the beginning, beginning of, of the year, year, six minutes apart. Yep. I think they say the year. We should have just paid attention. You, they probably did. I think it was like 1962 or something like that. I don't know. I I'm, don't. Remember. I'm making that up, but it sounds right. <laughs> which means they have different birthdays, which is always nice when you're an identical twin. Yeah. So that made them famous for a little bit because of that aspect and now they are re-famous because of what thomas did in the library he's see like, thomas he was just trying to get the fame back <laughs> yeah he wanted the limelight back exactly so how can i get the limelight back <laughs> you know what i've got two hands <laughs> you only need one <laughs> hopefully he cut off his uh non-dominant non-dominant <laughs> I think uh, if you try to cut off your dominant hand with your non-dominant hand, you would fail. It's true. So does that I mean go get he's, my knife. So we that means he's this. left-handed. 
Then maybe, yeah. He cut off his right hand. So he's really smart is what you're saying. Mm, maybe. Because they say really smart people right with their left hand. I guess I'm not smart then. Neither am I. Stacy is. She's left-handed. There you go. So is Scarlett Johansson. See? Yep. This is just a random fact I know. <laughs> For some reason. Because if you watch Endgame, that's what she's doing. She's writing her okay. notes with her left hand. And she signs Maybe autographs. With, yeah, she signs autographs with her left hand, too. She's left-handed? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll always bring it back to Scarlet in some way. <laughs> you will. Or Black Widow it's or always, something. Everything comes back to the Avengers somehow. <laughs> I mean, this whole episode, Mark Ruffalo, it's kind of hard. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. The other double show we're doing is Paul Rudd. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, have you been watching? You've watched Perry Mason, right? I was watching some tonight yeah. in the middle of an episode, actually. Yeah. Have you gotten to Tatiana yet? Yes. Okay. I'm like on episode four oh, or okay. five. I can't nice. really say right now. He, they're in. They're in. No spoiler. If if you think this is a spoiler, jump ahead thirty seconds. They're in court right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, episode five or six, I think. Okay. Because I think episode eight is this weekend, and that's the finale. Cool. So I'm They've been in watching court it at for the right time so I can half binge. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. It just makes me amused because Tatiana's in that, and Robert Downey Jr. is the producer of that show. And, and you got Sneaky Leaky. Sneaky Leaky's in it. And uh, Philip from The Americans, who I think it's funny that they're in the same show because both of them probably have the same amount of wigs. Because, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, clones. Uh-huh. Spies. And then you've got the uh, the girl from Glow. Yeah. Sheila. Is the wife. Yeah. And uh, Agent Carter's boss from season one is Perry Mason's BFF in the show. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't remember. I'm going to have to rewatch Agent Carter now. Yeah. He's like a lot. He's a lot tinier in the show. He's pretty skinny in the show. So. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So he looks a little different. Him. He looks a little different. I thought he was Roger Sterling from Mad Men at first, and Nick was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> when I asked when I was like, Roger Sterling's in the show. He's like, what? No. <laughs> no, you're wrong. And Nick I was like, oh, wait, no, this is a different person. <laughs> so um, what other horrible things happened? Oh, yeah, he was in the record. He was listening to the recording, and he was talking about how his dad was abusive. Mm-hmm. You know, other horrible things and like raped their mother, sorry, raped their mother's trigger warning, etc. Yeah. Um, and um, screwdrivers up butts. Yes. A lot of unpleasant, horrible things. And like then he molested Thomas. Yeah, basically. Is what Thomas was saying. And Dominic was like, he, that was his, his final straw to listening to that because he was like, no, 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 this is all bullshit. Like, this is not true. Like things got bad, but I, I don't. They're never. No, they're never this bad. But like he also sounds kind of unconvinced at the same time. Like he's mm-hmm. saying these things, but he's not. It doesn't sound like he believes it himself. You know. I almost got the feeling that maybe he had blocked these things out. It's very true. Oh my god, I watched. That maybe, maybe they didn't happen to Thomas, but instead they happened to him. Like maybe Ooh. Thomas is telling her what he did to Dominic, and how. Thomas didn't do anything, which is why he had to make a sacrifice and repent. This is where my brain's going wow, with this right now. Wow, that's intense. 
Man, yeah. I watched some documentary a few months ago. I have no idea what it was called. Oh, wait, no, was it? Maybe it was an Unsolved Mystery? No, it wasn't Unsolved. It was some, some weird show, and it was about this woman who, like, after they found, or no, these, wait, no, we watched it. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having, like, a brain fart. I'm lost. <laughs> It was the, I feel like we watched it. I'm thinking of the three brother, identical brothers or whatever, but I think that was a different story that happened. Fuck, what was this called? It was like these was the- brothers that their mother died and then they like went back to her house and discovered like this crazy sex dungeon. Oh yeah, this, that's the two brothers in England. Okay, we did watch that uh, together. We did watch okay, that one. That I was one like, was, uh, what the fuck? What was the name of that one? I can't remember. I can't remember, but they found the f- the photos uh, where they're cut off at the head and they're naked. Yeah, and like they were passed around to all their friends, but they had totally blocked it out, so like they did not have any memory of this until no, it, like the one brother got into oh, a, that's a right, he bike had... accident. That's right, and he lied to lost him about his memories, it. and his brother had been lying to yes. him to save him that pain. Yes, okay, I remember but now. He ke- but he kept asking questions and questions and questions, and yes. finally. Told them about their abusive childhood. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. That's kind of what... I, it's very, it's their very mom different. was basically their pimp. Yes. It's different, but it reminded me of that because it's like, even though I clearly had an incorrect memory of that show, but <laughs> that's what it reminded me of because it was like this abuse that was so buried deep down, but like as soon as it was unearthed, it was like, oh shit. So. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Who am I? That yeah, was the name of it. There you go. Good yep. job. Thank That's you. another episode you can listen to, episode, I don't know what number it was, something. And I'm not going to look it up right now, nope. sorry. <laughs> Me either. So It's, bef- it's from the before times. <laughs> the pre-C. Yep. Um, when things were nice. <laughs> before the world ended. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's, he pieces out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back home. Well, didn't the doctor say something about like one of one of the brothers is lost, but I can probably save the other? Mm. Meaning him, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I'm assuming he will see her in a uh, more psychology role, maybe. Maybe if he feels like open it up finally. I don't know, a couple months from now when I can stomach another episode <laughs> of this, I may I may find out. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> good times. It's a great show. It is great a really show. good show. It's just like... Oof. If you're teetering on the edge, pass it up for now. Yeah, it's pretty rough in and these dark times. And come back later to this episode and then watch it then. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, he... I would. I would 100% not recommend it to anybody that is just right at the edge of their keeping their sanity. <laughs> this is not the thing to watch. Yeah. Go watch something stupid like Dumb and Dumber. Well, watch something good like Parks and Rec or something. There you go. That <laughs> Watch them both. Um, what else happened? Uh, he went home. His girlfriend was there with his with her friend making pumpkin seeds and he didn't want any part of it and he got really mad because he, yep. he had a bad day and then she was like fuck who you 
She looked really familiar to me. What is she from? Um, I don't know. What is her? Of course. What is her name? I should be having these conversations with. Me. Oh, it's Imogene Poots. What do I know her from? I don't know. Some people tell me I look like Imogene Poots, which I will disagree about. But I, you know, you don't. Yeah. But I don't listen to them. I used Buffy. to have that. What did you just call me? Don't listen to him, Buffy. Buffy. She was in the movie Green Room. Um, Didn't see that. Fright Night. Maybe. I'm trying to think of things that you've seen. 28 Weeks Later. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Although I don't remember from that. Mm. Imogene Poots? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's her. You know what? I'm going to look for Poots. Poots? There you go. Let's see. Oh, oh Vivarium. I recently. Where we look at Vivarium, I've watched during COVID times. Oh, okay. That's where I know her from. Okay. That's where she's at. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Um, I was going to say. Weird oh. show, by the way, if you haven't watched Vivarium. If you want to be frustrated, great show to watch. Oh, good. I love being Movie. frustrated. It's just all super weird. <laughs> it's, you know, I don't. I watched it. Saw the whole thing. I don't know how to explain it to anyone. Okay. It's kind of like, it's just, I don't, I, I really don't know what was happening. Mm. Ooh. Is how I'll put it. Speaking of um, blonde girls in movies, I watched a <laughs> really good horror-ish movie called The Black Coat's Daughter. Uh-huh. I feel like you would like it, Brad. Um, Black Coat's daughter. It's on Netflix. It's uh, I mean, don't look at don't look it up too much because there's some like twists in it that are very subtle. But so I don't want you to get spoiled. No, I'm making a note to watch. Oh, it. gotcha. So I'm gonna come in here, right? Uh, Sabrina's in it, and from Sabrina the Teenage, which the Netflix the show, new one, right? the new one, and uh, oh my god, what is Stacey's gonna kill me for not knowing her name? Um, Don't kill her, Stacy. She literally talks about this girl constantly. <laughs> I can't think of her name. Emma Roberts, that's her name. Okay. Okay. She's in it too, and it's just it's a watch it on like a stormy night and just like turn the lights off. Well, jeez, give me more. Like I don't even know when that's gonna happen. Well, you don't. Know, I mean, it doesn't have to be a stormy night. Death heat for the next week. Just, just, uh, just turn the lights off and watch it, and don't be distracted, and just enjoy the atmosphere because okay. it's creepy. I watched it Maybe like I'll... really late at night by myself, and I was like, huh, all right." What if, what if I put on like raining, uh, white mean, noise? The, the rain is not necessary. I was just trying to create a spooky atmosphere. So, gotcha. But just huh. turning off all the lights will probably be just fine. Okay. It just has some weird images, some creepiness. Gotcha. It's good, though. I'll check it out. Um, it's an A24 movie, and I'm an A24 whore, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, that just happened. <laughs> just, I'm just being honest. Midsummer, Dang. hereditary. Uh, yeah. That, those words just came out of her mouth. <laughs> what other movies? I mean, it's literally just what she said. <laughs> May 24 whore. The Lighthouse. (laughs) I'm blanking (laughs) because. 
Um, what are the other ones? The Black Goat's Daughter? <laughs> That's an eight. There you go. Um, goat or coat? The Black Coat. Coat. Okay. Uncut coat, Gems. As in... That's another one. That's a good one. Eighth yeah, grade. I was thinking about watching that. Um... Oh, I went Euphoria through... on HBO? Anyway, I'm a 24 ho. About Four. a month and a half ago, I went through a phase of trying to watch every stupid movie I could find. Yeah. You should now watch good things. I know, but I was just, I was tired <laughs> of watching good things at one point. And I'm like, let's start checking out some of these weird sci-fi movies that are just horrible. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they, they did not let me down with how bad they were. And they knew it. They went full bore into being as bad as they were. Yeah. Yeah. Good. But it was no, sing to me, Paolo. <laughs> Nothing is as good as Lizzie McGuire. It's true. Um, well, I think that's all for that. Those dark, dreary episodes. Yeah. With good twin acting. I'm bummed that we, you couldn't. I suppose it's fair that there's going to be spoilery things out there. Yeah, because it's like if it, if we were watching it like as it was airing, I wouldn't be afraid. But since it's all six episodes are out, all done now, like as of a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of articles, and I don't want to get spoiled. And and in every other fun facts moment, you have actually already seen everything. So it's true. Because quite often you have to be like, and and you're reading, and you're like, and I gotta stop there because that's spoilery. Yeah. <laughs> So. Well, I hope, fingers crossed, hundred, both of them, all of them, all eight, fingers crossed, that we find out what they did to make Mark Ruffalo fit Painter Ruffalo <laughs> and chubby Bible reading Ruffalo. I wonder if I can find that out. Because I'm they make really curious. I'm really curious if he did all one side. Put on some weight. Did all other side. Oh, I found it. And? I, I gotta read for a second. <laughs> oh. Okay, sorry. Ruffalo's... Oh, that's about the Hulk. <laughs> well, that's... He just put on a mocap uh-huh. suit for that one. And then stood on boxes. Oh. What? He did. He gained 30 pounds. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I knew it was not prosthetics. Good job. So they filmed some of the show, and then he gained 30 pounds, and they filmed the other part of the show. That had, that has got to be the hardest mm. job. Like, I suppose you could film all the, the vocal stuff twice in a row, but then they have to go back and redo it yeah. as your bigger self. Like, months later? Course, yeah, I don't, I don't, other, I mean, we see him a lot in, um, the first episode, obviously. And I don't think, he's not really in episode two, is he? Well, except for the flashbacks. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, I don't, I see, I don't know what Okay, the, sorry, I, hold on, I found all the info in this other article from Variety. First, he shot all of his scenes as Dominic, which required him to lose 15 pounds. Also, there's a typo in this article that says loose. Uh-oh. Sorry, the editor brain cannot be shut off. Uh-oh. <laughs> Steph would have, Steph would have uh, sent that back down. For, <laughs> I would have um, just fixed it. He Red be- Mark F, <laughs> you're fired. 
<laughs> he became wiry and assumed an ultra-masculine air. Okay. On set, Ruffalo could be angsty and a bear to wrestle with. But his attitude was completely different when he was back on set, assuming the role of Thomas. When he was Thomas, he was so fragile that I had to approach him with kid gloves. It was like working with two different people. For Thomas, whose body is bloated by the heavy pharmaceutical med- medications he takes to control his illness, Ruffalo took a six-week break to put on 30 pounds. The acting challenge for him was making sure he was in the heads of both characters, even while shooting one at a time. Yep. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. Also, his body double also gained and lost 30 pounds during the course of production. Okay. There was that one scene that we didn't hit on when he was... What what was he driving him? Was he... He picked him up after work? Was that what he did? I don't remember. But he was like... uh, Thomas was saying something and... And, uh... He was telling him to stop it or yelling at him for something and then he ran jumped out of the car and ran across oh, both yeah, lanes of highway traffic and then was sitting in a river yeah that's Crazy. pretty much sums it up <laughs> yep <sighs> so yeah quite oh, a there's transformation there's a chopper going over my head do you hear that i don't i don't see one well, you wouldn't see it, but <laughs> it was loud enough that my noise gate was mm. <laughs> removed for a moment there. So it'll be in the podcast. Interesting. That's all so I got overall, for you. Yeah. Good episode, right? Very good Episodes. show. Very hard to watch. Yes. This well was episode acted, one and two. Clearly dedication in, the, yep. in, it, in Mark Ruffalo's performances. I agree. And everyone else is very good too, like um Catherine Hahn and um Crazy Juliette Lewis and all that I'm, stuff. I'm afraid to have that character come back, <laughs> Juliette Lewis's character. I feel I like just, she has to. She has his manuscript. I know, but it just makes me so anxious to run <laughs> into her again. I, like I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> it's not like you're gonna run into her on the street or something. No, but we're gonna we might run into her in the next four episodes, and that that's enough for me to be anxious about uh-huh. it. Because she took a being a normal intellectual to just apparently hitting some hard times because she was there. Like she, she had a reason for why she was there. Like she was kicked out of her apartment or something. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember, but. Yeah. And then just that complete loss of all composure. Yeah. Wackadoo times. <sighs> yep. So, as always, <laughs> you can email us at cdoublepod at gmail.com, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it cdoublepodcast at gmail.com? Uh, <laughs> someday we'll get it right. I'm looking it up right now. Podcast. It's podcast. Okay. So it's cdoublepodcast at gmail.com with suggestions, comments, sightings, whatever. We don't care. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at cdoublepod. And uh, what else? Oh, 
please, if you like what you've got, we what we do, and you wanna give us a little bump, the best way to do so is to give us a review and rating at iTunes. And share it if you amongst your yep, friends. Share the show if you if you like it. And uh, you can follow Steph at Steph Plus Verb at everything. Now she's on uh, Twitch streaming her gaming. Yeah, until and my it's computer. Steph Plus Verb because I just looked her up today crashes. to see if she was still streaming before I texted <laughs> her, so I wasn't interrupting. I I stopped yeah, streaming nice because my computer crashed, which was oh, yeah. fun. I got a blue screen. I also of- noticed that you wear nicer clothes when you're streaming than you do when you're <laughs> podcasting with me. I- <laughs> I got dressed up, and then I was like, my computer crashed. I'm grumpy. So then I <laughs> changed it to pajamas. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't like I my understand. Black Widow shirt? I'm offended. <laughs> I can't see. All I see is your beautiful face. Black oh, Widow. Oh, very nice. Yep, Black Widow. There you go. I like it. Thank you. And I'm at Brad Barth on Twitter. At Bradford Barth Usually on just yelling Instagram. at Donald Trump. Huh? Usually you're just yelling at Donald Trump. Sometimes. <laughs> it's just... Uh, you know, I watched that interview. Oh my god, yeah. I watched two minutes of it, that's all I could deal with. Uh, number one, I don't know how the reporter managed not to get up and walk out in frustration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump is a master of talking points. I've learned that. And I, as I said to you, I said, if Donald Trump, here, here's, here's, here's what, what <laughs> it's like, if he, if he installed fire, fire suppression systems in buildings and he did it in 20,000 buildings, and then there was a huge fire and only 10 buildings survived of the 20 he did, he would want you to praise him for how good he did on the 10 and forget the other 19,990 that burned to the ground. Yep. I mean, it's just it's just how it is. It's, it's, uh, it's annoying. I know. I know. Hey, <sighs> but things can change very soon. Well, hey, you know, we'll do something fun next week. Cheer you up. Yeah. I'll find something cool. fun or we'll do Orphan Black or something. I don't know. Hey, I'm down for either. Okay. But until next time. I am Stephanie Kretz. And I am Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.